Welcome to Job Seekers Radio. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. This is the podcast dedicated to providing you meaningful support to find great careers faster, whether you're working or, or not. Or not. We're coming to you from the be- beautiful Pacific Northwest in the city of Portland. The city of roses. And it is rose time. Hey, today on Job Seekers Radio, we're talking about networking. How do we define it? We're actually going to go deep dive into what is networking, what is it not, uh, and what does that mean for job seekers? I'm sure there are a lot of different ways people use the word. You've heard it used probably improperly at times. Um, We're not going to try to tell anybody what networking is from a sense that this is what it is and nothing else is right, but we do want to set some expectations on what we mean when we're talking about it. You uh, may hear people talking about informational interviewing as networking, and it might be. It may be about just looking for a job. It could be for some people. Some people only talk of networking in terms of an event. That may be true, but networking really is more general than that. But we do want to clarify some ideas in terms of where we're going with it uh, and, and how we want people to use networking as a concept. Mostly to find jobs. Networking, however, is a life skill. You can use it not only to find jobs, you could use it to find, a, I don't know, a good dentist or a good doctor or sure. a lawyer or anything. It, it could it, be a project it, you're working on or a hobby. Of course. And I used it um, actually not too long ago when I my kids were young. We needed to find daycare. I mean, how else are you going to find daycare unless you network with other parents that have kids right. and trust their daycare provider? Uh, otherwise, you're leaving it up to the internet and um, we know how that works out. One uh, overarching concept, though, that we do want to uh, start out with is that networking needs to be mutually beneficial. Whether it's a conversation, a series of emails, whatever that looks like, it needs to have benefit for all parties. Otherwise, it's something else. We're not saying that something else is bad. It's just that's not what we're talking about in terms of networking. It's not an email blast. That's not networking. It's not uh, the ask of, do you know anybody who's looking for somebody with my skill set? That may play a part of networking, but networking is primarily a mutually beneficial conversation, and it has a purpose. That means you need to know how to listen. That's a key skill. It also should be something that revolves around a purpose. So we talked about uh, daycare or doctors. In this case, it's jobs. So if it's revolving around jobs, the challenge that many people have is how do I I network around finding a job Mm -hmm. specifically? And um, this has to do with building relationships. And that could take a lot of different contexts. But I recently read an article that was fascinating to me. It was by the, um, it was a professor. His name was Jeffrey Hall. And he found it takes roughly 50 hours of time together with people to move from mere acquaintance to a casual friend. That's 50 hours of investment. That blew me away. That's not. That's just the start. Right. Okay. And, and we've talked about the idea that people won't, don't trust you until they've seen you a few times. And when you think about that, that's just the few, let's just say they see you for an hour-long meeting for three weeks. That's only three hours. When you think about 50 hours needed to really move into the friend status, that is a significant amount of time. They're saying then to go from a friend category. Or acquaintance is probably. Well, what they're saying here is casual friend. 
right. to an actual friend status is an additional 90 hours. Wow. Yeah. Now, to go from friend status to someone you would consider a close friend, 200 hours. Yeah, that's, now, we're that's not, a huge We're not here to investment. overwhelm people with the idea, but the thought is it's incubating a relationship mm-hmm. over time that builds trust, that helps you find work. Yes. And so that's the foundation for networking, building relationships. And that can take a lot of different formats. It could be a group event. It could be at their office. Mm-hmm. It could be over a podcast. It could be anything, really. Yeah. And, and think about the places where, and we've talked about this in, in previous conversations, but think about the places that you go regularly and you have a, a network. That is no different from networking when it has a purpose, when it's surrounding a certain thing. We've talked about the idea of, of everyone always having something to work on. So if you're looking for a job that... Uh, you, you know what your skill set is. You're working on a project that relates in some fashion. It gives you something to talk about mm-hmm. without going into the ask. But again, you you do have a purpose. And here is an opportunity to seek the mutual benefit. How can I benefit the other person as we talk about whatever it is mm-hmm. that I'm working on? That reminds me of a leads group I participated in, which is a little bit different than the job seekers groups. But in these leads groups, you would have, you know, one um, one realtor, one mortgage person, one insurance mm-hmm. person, and you would share leads back and forth. Well, one of the founders of that group uh, wrote a book called Giver's Gain. And the idea behind it is you get more when you give. Mm-hmm. And, but the giving starts the receiving process. So the idea is the mindset you need to have in terms of networking is it's not about you and your need for employment. And that's hard. To make that mindset shift, though, is going to get you results. So you can either stick with the way you're doing it, which is asking for work or starting right. with your resume or making it about yourself, or you can go the other way and actually get results. Right. And you've brought up the, the point before about the resume being at the end of the process. If you start out with a resume or you start out with the ask about a job, now you're making that about you. And it sort of uh, short circuits this this idea of the, the mutual benefit. Uh, it, it's, it's putting the end first, the cart before the horse. It really can upend your efforts. This far in our conversation, the two components I'm hearing is focus on the other person. It's not about you and have a purpose and and base that purpose around something that matters to both of you. Absolutely. Okay. That's a, that's a good way to look at that. Okay. So that's the first two components. It's not about you and make it mutually beneficial. Um, we talk about this probably in almost every podcast, but the idea of preparation, it's really important. Yes, you've got the project you're working on. You've got your talking points, but there's also a mindset that you have to, to, to think about before you go into it. Um, who is this about? Why are you here? Uh, what is the mutual exchange going to look like? And I love the idea of giver's gain because if I'm there to give, that changes the way I feel about it. I'm not coming in mm. feeling lack. I'm thinking about what can I offer? What do I have in abundance? I, I can't tell you how, how much that changes my experience when I come in with the, the attitude that I'm going to give. 
I don't worry so much about what I'm going to get. Mm -hmm. I'm there to give. Um, it is a strategy. Sometimes that takes a great deal of effort, especially if you've been doing this for a while and you haven't gotten the results that you've, you've been looking for. It's not important that I have all of the um, end results that might happen in mind. What matters is, do, do I know how to start the right conversations? It's being present. Yep. And, and by being present and having a conversation, there may be nothing come out of it, but you might have planted a seed and then that person the next week, this just happened to me with a client of mine last week where she got two job offers. Wow. Yeah. And so she has two job offers on the table. Both look really good, but one is like, this fits me better. Okay. Now there's this other one hanging over here. Right. What am I going to do with this one? Well, I met this gal just last week. Maybe Would it be okay if I connected you to that person? Sure. Now, now I've not only paid it forward and, and gave more than I got right? Which is all the components we're talking about in networking, but I followed a, um, a process, right? My process is if I have more than one, I'm going to give it away. The, the idea with networking is it's not about you. It's um, a mutually beneficial arrangement and it's a process. So those are the three components we've talked about so far. I think it's really important also to talk about what networking is not. Networking is not the interview as Tempting as it might be, you're in a conversation, and we'll just use the, the event as an example. You're in a networking event, you're talking to somebody, you're really hitting it off, and they start asking you questions that appear to, to, to be interviewing. While you don't want to turn that person off, you do want to be aware that the networking event is not the interview itself. So here's your opportunity to say, you know, I would love to talk about this in more detail. Could we set up a specific time to get together and discuss how I might fit in, into this, this job or into your organization? Because I'm really interested. The difficulty with, with mistaking a networking event with the interview itself is that you're giving him an opportunity to find out everything about you without enough ability to really focus both of your attention because you've got other things going on around you. Um, the other side of it is the interview is an opportunity for you to dominate the conversation. They want you to. They want you to talk about yourself. Mm -hmm. That's not what you're supposed to be doing in networking. So if this opportunity for an interview pops up, grab it, try to schedule one, but don't dominate the conversation. That is actually a good point. One of the outcomes maybe that should come from a networking conversation, or at least that you should anticipate would come from a networking conversation is an interview Yeah, in whatever form that might be, whether it's a phone screen or, or uh, an actual onsite with the hiring manager, whatever. Uh, one of the expect, expecting outcomes of a job-seeking networking process is an interview. The other thing networking is not is not a place for introducing your resume. Right. It, it, um, it changes the context and the tone of the conversation. And so we encourage you just to leave the resume out of the conversation and make it mutually beneficial for both of you to have a dialogue about whatever right. the conversation is about. And it, it may be tempting to have the resume there because you want to feel like you're prepared. And if you get somebody who said, you know, I'd really like to have your resume, um, 
Here's your opportunity to say, okay, great. I can email that to you. Can I have your contact information? Now you're actually making a connection that will be beneficial to you beyond that moment. But if in fact you are so prepared that you hand them your resume, they now have a better idea of why you're at this event in the first place. Uh, again, it changes the tenor of the conversation and we highly recommend that you not do that. Networking is also not a place just to have a few drinks and some hors d'oeuvres right. and, and go home to relieve some anxiety or tension. Not yeah. not that it can't be those things, right? But it, it, it's that isn't networking. Just going to the place and having your you know your free cocktail and and grabbing a couple of uh, um, hors d'oeuvres and leaving right. that's not networking. Networking is not a social event. Now. It's possible to do some networking at social events because you have the ability to uh, influence a conversation. But understand that being mindful of your opportunities to network is one thing. But don't treat a networking opportunity as a social event because you may miss opportunities because all you're interested in is being social. It, it's a great way to confuse yourself in, in terms of uh, what you're trying to do and what you accomplish from it. I'm going to rephrase this because I put down easy road, but I don't. Th- networking is not the hard road. That's what I'm going to say. Networking is actually the easy road. And and let let me mean what I say by that. Okay. Because I don't want to affirm somebody or confirm their bias that networking is hard. Hmm. It can be uncomfortable. Right, And it can be um, challenging, but it's also the most productive method. But you've given a, a really good point here, and that is to be present, to be in the moment. Eckhart Tolle talks about this in The Power of Now, that what's happened in the past, you have no control over, even though you, you tend to obsess over it. You worry about what's in the future, but that worry is wasted energy because there's nothing you can do about it in the future. It's not now. The only thing you have control over is what's happening right now. Uh, His advice is then ask yourself, is it a problem? If it isn't, then you have nothing to be concerned about. Just deal with it. If it is a problem, okay, you know it's a problem. Deal with it. The idea is networking is what's happening right now. Go with the idea that this is going to be a mutually beneficial conversation. Look for the way that you can benefit the other person. Hopefully they're doing the same thing. It isn't difficult, but it may not be easy to start. It's also networking, not the place to do a hard sell. For Nobody wants to be sold on something. No, and I can't tell you how many times, and we talked about this before, somebody would set up a networking meeting with me air quotes, and they come in with their resume and say, how can you help me find a job? Right. Um, even though I wasn't in career coaching at the time, I found that quite um, interesting that somebody would demand something from me. It's like nice that. to be trusted in that way, but yeah, that's just not an appropriate thing to do in a networking event or opportunity. It's one thing if you are um, invited to come in for that conversation. But again, that's not a hard sell. You've, you've been invited. Anytime that you uh, make that demand, uh, you're not setting yourself up for success. Networking is also not an opportunity for you to belittle an employer or your, no. your prior employer. Or, Never speak poorly of a, yeah, of a formal Even if employer. it is an informal context or yeah. a social event. 
It's, it's one thing to talk about the things you've learned from that organization. I think about one company that I worked for years ago that had real tough times uh, being ethical. They, they, they were not led by an ethical person. They did not follow ethical practices. And I learned about the importance of ethics from my experience there. So what I'm focusing on is on is what I've learned, not on the, the lack of ethics by people that I don't work for. That's awesome. Let's flip the coin now and talk about what networking is. Networking is the most effective way to find work. Yeah. Um, we, we say this a lot, mainly because with emphasis uh, that, that implies importance, we really feel strongly that networking is the most effective way to find work. And if only, if only to say I'm practicing being more confident in my impromptu interactions, uh, that is a skill that will serve you well in any interview process, even if you get the interview from a random job application, because that does happen. It, it's like a dress rehearsal. It sure is. In, in, in a lot of ways, you're, you're practicing your communication skills. You're maybe telling some stories of success, and it builds your confidence mm -hmm. in communication mm -hmm. so that when you get to the interview, you're not practicing anymore. Right. And networking is also fulfilling when you do it right. You can come away from a networking opportunity, whether it's an individual conversation over coffee or a big event. It could be a job fair, whatever that looks like. You walk away feeling, wow, I I really feel good about how I did there. It doesn't mean that you have to come out with a, a, a job interview scheduled. It doesn't mean you have to have any specific outcome. It's the, 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 the feeling that you get when you, you really had a good time. Um, that then gives you more energy for the next time you go. Also, networking is an opportunity for you to make a contribution. We talked about it's not about you all the time. It is an opportunity for you to listen and see if you can make a contribution to make somebody else's situation better. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. And everything is reciprocal. When you can offer um, something that benefits another person, they are more likely to do the same thing for you or they pay it forward. And if that's what's happening through the networking opportunities that you have, it eventually does come back to you. Yeah, whether somebody uh, maybe got a, a parking ticket and you help them out with that or, you know, they uh, their car got towed or they got in an accident. In, you know, there's lots of ways that you can help somebody outside of finding work that they're going to remember you and they're not going to forget. Uh, so part well, we of, both know a guy who actually started dating the gal that picked him up when his car broke down. Who was that? <laughs> Fred. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, it, I had no idea. Yeah, and it's a great story. I'll, he, I'll have him tell that yeah. in more detail to you. But you never know what you're, what you're going to come up with when you are offering help to other people. When in the context of networking, the, the reciprocation is probably the most gratifying of all of the things that happen because it tells you that what you have done is a value so that they are now mirroring that back. They're offering it back to you. This is where trust starts. Networking also is an opportunity to make a warm introduction to the right people mm -hmm. for both parties. So I always look at it as in the back of my mind, whenever I'm in a networking interaction, I'm always thinking about who can I introduce this person mm -hmm. 
too to help make their situation better. And those ideas generally come when you're not having a conversation about the job when it's just the conversation, talking about what do I value? What do I, uh, what am I looking for? What kind of environment do I fit in? And we're having this back and forth conversation about what that's, that looks like. That's when the ideas start to flow. Oh, well, because you said this, I'm going to introduce you to that person. If you're only talking about the job you want, you're not necessarily giving them opportunities to think outside their own boxes. Mm. Listening. It's a huge skill. Huge. Yeah. So we talked about what networking isn't. We talked about what networking is. Now we're going to cover just a handful of myths and misconceptions about networking that you might have as a job seeker that relates to your process. There are a lot of myths out there. The first of, one, uh, of which is that this opportunity has to go perfectly. That every conversation has to be absolute perfection. Yeah. That you have to communicate everything on your mind at the time that you have it. Right. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, not only is perfect impossible, uh, really in any sense, but if it had to be perfect every time, there would be no need for a follow-up. And we've talked at, at some length about follow-up. Um, there are a lot of opportunities, if something didn't go quite the way you wanted it to, that you can follow up and change that. It does not have to be perfect. And... If you're trying to make it perfect, you're putting a lot more pressure on yourself than you need to. That'll just cause you not to do it. Yeah. So the idea is by making it perfect, if I can't make it perfect, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, that, that is just not the right way to go. It's defeatist. Yep. So don't think it has to be perfect. Go just do a bunch of it and see what happens. Yeah. Um, the other thing that is a myth is I'm going to get a job from this conversation. Yeah. It doesn't usually happen that way. It has happened. So don't, don't miss that opportunity if it shows up. But most of the time, this is just about getting to know people. It's not about getting the job out of the gates. It has a lot to do with expectation. What is your expectation when you have a conversation with a friend? That they're going to give you a million dollars? Probably if they not. had it, yeah. they might. Uh, if they had, if extra... they had it, they wouldn't be giving yeah. it to you on the first conversation. <laughs> That's right. So the idea is we're, we we have to set a proper expectation. And the proper expectation in job search as it relates to networking is this: not that this person has a job for me, but maybe they know of a job or maybe they can introduce me to somebody who's hiring, right? And so the idea is the more people I talk to, the more opportunities I have to have that kind of a conversation. Yeah. There, it, there's also the idea that if I'm going in for uh, to offer some kind of benefit to the people that I'm networking with, if I'm talking to my friend with a million dollars, I'm not going to ask him, hey, can I borrow a million dollars or can you give it to me? It's going to be, what can I do for you? And that's not to say I'm going to walk in with ulterior motives. I'm not. But if you're talking to somebody that has the million dollars or has the job or knows people who have the job, if you go in solely with the idea that you're going to try to help that person, the chances are better that they may think to help you. The other thing, uh, a myth that I hear a lot, is that because it's so easy to make applications, networking is pointless. I can just go make the application and find a job. I can tell you as more people who will tell you networking is valuable than anyone can, uh, any number of people that says it's pointless. It's not pointless except for the people who refuse to do it. And it's a market supply and demand equation. 
Sure. When the market is full of applicants and there aren't a whole lot of jobs, that goes out the window. Okay. Well, and the, the, the same is true when unemployment is really low, which as it happens, as we record this, uh, unemployment is at, at, at its lowest rate in many years. But that doesn't mean that there aren't jobs out there. It means that we have to be a little bit more diligent or we go about things differently in order to find them. Um, we do talk from time to time about the hidden job market. Not every job is hidden. Uh, it's important that we're getting out there to find where they are, uh, hidden or not. Uh, and networking is not too big of a task. It's not overwhelming if we focus on what we can do today. Are we prepared? If not, what can we do to prepare? That's your now. If you're in a, a networking opportunity at an interaction, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or an event, what can I do right now that's different? What can I do that offers benefit to other people? It's not too big of a task if you're sticking to the now. The other myth that just popped into my mind is networking. Is, I don't like talking about myself. Don't. Right. So, But people say that, right? Yeah. They, they don't do networking because it's all about talking about yourself. Right. No. Networking isn't talking about yourself. That's the interview. Yeah. What you're there to talk about is what they're working on, asking them what they are looking for. It, it, if you shift the focus off your own needs and onto those of the other person, it makes the conversation so much easier. Wow, we covered a lot of ground today. Yeah. Let's recap. Just ne under 30 minutes, too. Yeah. Networking. It's not about you. It's uh, mutually beneficial. It's a process. And... It leads to jobs faster than the alternative. Right. Just stay present. Stay present. Do a lot of it. As much as you as can. As much as you can. Yep. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on this episode of Job Seekers Radio. You can get the show notes at jobseekersradio.com forward slash 014. Well, thanks everybody for joining us on this episode of Job Seekers Radio. We want to express our gratitude for your investment of time and attention. We really appreciate it. We want to invite you over to iTunes to subscribe to get future episodes. And while you're there, we would really be grateful if you'd rate and review this podcast, as well as giving us feedback and ideas for future topics that you'd like us to cover. Thanks for joining us today for Job Seekers Radio. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.